And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show, right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Inslin. Pastor Gavin Inslin, and... The Black Knight the this Black time. The Black Knight. Hopefully he's yet to stay. <laughs> yeah, we were knotless for a while. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Even when the sun set, there was no knot. <laughs> there was no knot. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you are listening to The Political so Show. So tonight the, f- the sun's finally going to set on this yes, Friday. Yes, properly. <laughs> listening to The Political Show right here on Active FM where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. And this week's hot politics. I mean, if you thought what we spoke about last week was hot, and if you thought what we spoke about weeks ago was hot, today is also hectic. Like hot, capital H. We are speaking about mandatory vaccines in South Africa. Why is that a hot topic? It's just medical stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you want to explain more so that they can understand why it's a hot topic? Well, obviously the president made a speech. uh, It's close to two weeks ago. Yeah. And um, every day people are saying, will he speak or won't he speak? Will he speak or won't he Mm. speak? It's true. And uh, we've, this week we've had the Minister of Labor threatening us mm. and uh, Business for South Africa threatening us and Ned Lake's been minds. threatening us and all these people are threatening us mm. and saying they're going to mandate the vaccine. And um, I was looking at the stats this week. It was 24 point something percent fully vaccinated and there's about 4 point something percent that are partially vaccinated. Mm. So in sure. total it's under 30 percent mm. have received the needle sure. in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And um, quite a few of those that they've received that I think are foreigners. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. So it's, it's not even all the, the guys that have received it are South Africans. A lot of them are foreigners mm. who are doing it because they want to travel home in yeah. December. And they don't believe they're going to get back in the country. So, um, yeah, so the president, they're trying to see how they can mandate the vaccinations. Mm. Now, first of all, just to mention, they've got a big problem in terms of the law. Um, you know, f- we, 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 are actually, we actually subscribe to international treaties, uh, one of them being the, the UNESCO one relating to bioethics. Mm. And under that, it's, it's clear. You know, you look at Article uh, 8 and 4, and there's a couple of those articles you look at. Th- there's no ways they can force these things mm. yeah. um, legally. Uh, they, whoever forces the vaccine is actually breaking the law because South Africa is under that treaty. And also it refers to, um, it's referred to in the Constitution. Then the Constitution also has a section that says they can limit your rights. So people are arguing, yeah, but this pandemic can be a reason to limit your rights. But uh, the reality is when you're limiting the rights, you have to take in the democratic will of the people. Mm. And it's pretty clear at this point, majority of people do not want mandatory vaccinations. Mm. Okay, even I think a majority of those who've taken the vaccine don't want it. Yeah. So... They, they, then, then you can't do it according to the constitution and then also under international law you have to take international law into account yeah <coughs> so um 
Cyril's got a problem with the law, but they'll probably bamboozle that one through the Constitutional Court anyway. But then Cyril knows there's something you can't just bamboozle, it's the people. Yeah. And there's a lot of anger. Um, I, I think people are tense. Yeah. That's true. And it's pretty intense <laughs> in South Africa intense. at the moment yeah. over this mandatory vaccination. And then yes. you, people are hearing what's happening in Europe. I mean, uh, Germany's announced that in about a year's time, they're probably going to be arresting people who are not vaccinated. Sure. Because the vaccine's going to become mandatory. Well, they're going to be voting on it, that it will become mandatory next year, early next year. So they'll start fining you. Mm. Austria's going to start fining people in February. Mm. So that's what they want to do here in South Africa. So we're going to discuss that. Yeah, it's going to be quite, quite hot as always because this is the political show. Here's a song by Gospel Hydration. Mike B, yeah. SG. It's wavy, yeah. Everyone in the struggle.
Quite, it's not shocking. No, I'm actually quite hydrated now. Yes. After mm. that gospel hydration. <laughs> that was a dope song. Yeah. It was a nice Afro Listen, beat. Yeah, with my sparkling water. Yeah. No, it didn't even make I it. Didn't make that much. it didn't. Well, it did a little. It did a little, but yeah. it did be done. I don't know <laughs> if our producer heard it <laughs> on the earphones. Okay, you'll have to amplify it. It's still a little. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, if you actually go onto the internet, you'll find quite a few. Um, Articles that have to do with the mandatory vaccines in South Africa. A lot of people are asking whether or not uh, the the vaccine will be made mandatory in South Africa. And one of the biggest things, because on Monday, uh, the sixth Monday, the sixth of December, which was this past Monday, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa actually sent out a letter, his weekly letter. And in the weekly letter, he spoke about the fact that he's actually waiting for a report back on the task force that he said they set up. So when he said the speech on the 28th of November, he spoke about a task force that they're going to set up so that they can gather information on whether or not they can make um, the vaccine mandatory. And according to the Times Live, this was an article from the 6th of November. It says, this is what Ram uh, President Ramaphosa said, when the national coronavirus Command Council meets. I'm expecting a report from the task team we set up as well as the inter-ministerial committee. There needs to be a report and this needs to happen very quickly because with the rising wave of infections, we need to act quickly so cabinet can take a decision on this matter. And they carried on and said in their article, so I chose specific parts of the, the article. Earlier in the pandemic, Ramaphosa on numerous occasions told South Africans they would not be compelled to be vaccinated. So he told us, we will not make it mandatory. However, the increasing number of COVID-19 infections, the mutating variants and the slump in uh, vaccination drive has seen government consider the option which some countries have made uh, mandatory. And this is what he says. We live in a country where people have strong views for and against, and my task as a leader is to nudge everyone in the same direction. Through the dialogue, Sorry. I said... <laughs> <laughs> You're actually freaking the hell out of me now. <laughs> <laughs> nudge yeah. everyone. Since when is it the job of a president in a nation to nudge everyone in the same direction that's supposed mm -hmm. to be a democracy? Yep. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be a democratic republic. Yeah, point. I mean, he acknowledged the point. fact that we're a country with strong views, so we should point. be following yeah, the but views of... Yeah, I mean, as a president, all you are is a representative of the people. Yeah. Like the members of parliament are representatives of the people. Mm. So who is he to come along and to say he needs to nudge us all, you know, in whatever direction? Yeah. 
probably it's a good way to say you need to program everyone <laughs> into a direction. <laughs> yeah, program. <laughs> yeah, and he carries on and says, through the dialogue, I said we should have, hopefully we can get everyone to move in a direction where we will be aware about the dangers of not being vaccinated. Vaccination is still our strongest weapon against COVID-19, and I believe we should give our people a chance so they can Okay, see sorry, the sorry, sorry, I have to interrupt. Okay, vaccination is our strongest weapon. That's mm-hmm. what they say. Everyone that I know that's been testing positive mm-hmm. in recent weeks, the last two or three weeks in South Africa, everyone that I know mm. is vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, how I many mean people, uh, there, w- there was one person that, okay, there was a number of us that got flu, right? Remember yeah. we were speaking? Yes. That, no, we don't have COVID. Well, well, one of our number who got sick, who also got COVID in June. Mm. So we thought, okay, maybe this is Omicron. I started doubting it, you know. I started yeah, yeah. doubting the doctor and everything. And they had a COVID test last Saturday. It was yeah. negative. Sure, yeah. So, in other words, what we had going through our workforce here mm. yeah. was flu. Yep. The doctors told us, you know, you, you were sick, I was sick. Yeah. All the other people were sick. And yeah. then the one who, who tested was negative. It wasn't COVID. Yeah. So. And it felt different. The flu, fa- it, uh, I said it last week, it felt different. Mm, it did, actually. But the people who are testing positive are all vaccinated. Yeah. I'm quite positive about that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the article from uh, What's This Times Live. And then in business tech. So, so sorry, what I'm saying is I'd like to. Correct the president. <laughs> People need to understand the dangers of getting vaccinated. Yeah, they do. Because there are dangers. There I mean, are a lot of dangers. There's dangers for not getting vaccinated. Mm. Sure. But there's dangers to get vaccinated as well. Yes. And the problem is they're not sharing the dangers of the vaccinated. Well, well, why are they not telling us what, you know? Exactly. So X number of people tested positive mm. and how many of them were vaccinated? Yes. Mm. That's, what, that's the data we need to see. Yeah. And they're saying, they're saying that more than half... The, the, the guys testing positive are unvaccinated. Not in my experience. Yeah. I don't know any unvaccinated person yeah. that tested positive for Omicron. Mm. Because almost everyone here in where we live in Joburg got, got COVID. Yes. Yeah. By June, by end of June, almost everyone in Joburg, the serological studies say 80% of Joburg had got COVID yeah. by the end of June. Yeah. Mm. Now, it's funny you say that because in the business tech article, this is what they say in their article, which actually for me was like, that doesn't make sense because June was one of the worst. Like, that's where we saw a lot of people. Yeah, n- the newspaper didn't have to tell us people were sick. Yes. <laughs> like, but now the newspapers <laughs> are telling <laughs> us. Now, according to the business tech article that was also released on the 6th of December, the, it says, Ramaphosa said that the country is currently experiencing a rate of infections not seen since the pandemic started. Over the last week, the number of daily infections has increased fivefold. He said nearly a quarter of all COVID-19 tests now come back positive. Yeah, well, um, that was on Monday. Mm. So last week that was true. The the increase hasn't been that marked this week. Mm. All right. I mean, in fact, we, we had a few days where it was like 16,000 positive cases a day. Mm-hmm. And it's probably much more than that. South Africa, that's probably like 10%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we ha- I haven't heard anywhere near the, n- the amount of people testing positive for COVID mm. as we did in June. Mm. I mean, we were hearing about 10 to 15 people a day for about three weeks in June. Yeah. And, and I mean, people were sick. People were locking themselves down. Yeah. By the time the president announced the lockdown, it was too late. Everyone was sick. Yeah, mm. actually. I mean, I was already getting better. 
Mm. In fact, I think we did mention in the show that as we're driving around, you see the yeah, streets you are could, empty. No one was outside. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you drive around the south of Johannesburg, people are always outside. The, the, <laughs> the streets are flooded with people. <laughs> that is true. The, the, the pedestrians frustrate you. You just want to ride <laughs> them over because they just walk in front of your car. And I could have driven 180. Yeah. There was no one there. <laughs> the shops were empty. <laughs> Many of the shops were even closed. <laughs> Yeah, and it carries on and it says, while the surge in infections is of great concern, we should remember that we anticipated it. Disease uh, modelers in our country have told us that we would likely experience a fourth wave around this time and that it was almost inevitable. Inevitable. Inevitable, thank you. Mm. I, was thinking of, I was thinking of Thanos while I was saying that. <laughs> Thanos, <laughs> yeah. Of because isn't things, he I say think that? Thanos is running our country. Didn't <laughs> 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 you say that? Um, the new variants of the virus would emerge. As we enter the fourth wave and as the country gears up for the festive season, the urgent priority is for people to get vaccinated. Scientific evidence shows that vaccination is the most effective means of preventing the spread sorry, of what new scientific evidence? and the vaccine reduce. Sorry, uh, sorry, no. I, you know, I think, oh no, man, come on. I actually can't handle what, what you've just said out there. <laughs> All right, so let's just look. Okay, South Africa and North 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 Africa along the Mediterranean coast yeah. are the most vaccinated parts of Africa. Yeah, and they're the most COVID-positive parts of Africa too. That is true, actually. Then you go between South Africa and like Morocco and all those countries, mm. and what COVID is there? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, yeah. If there were mass deaths. Please don't tell me that, that you're not going to pick it up. Mm. The peop I mean, when people got sick here in June, mm. and they said it was the Delta variant or whatever, okay? Who even knows if that's true? But anyway, that's what they <laughs> said. Mm. But when people got sick here, everyone knew that everyone, everyone's getting sick. Yeah. Mm. Plus, people were going to hospital, they're getting into oxygen, they, they, they can't breathe. You know, <laughs> the news doesn't have to tell you everyone's sick. <laughs> you get up and you feel sick. Mm. <laughs> and maybe you can't get up. Yeah. So he's lying. I think I. I'm sorry. He's out. He's out. And, and then you look at Europe. I mean, the UK has been having numbers of over fifty thousand new infections a day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's all, and and it's 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 mostly vaccinated. Like the US, they also faced the same thing. I think sometime in June or July, where they had the the breakthrough cases and their hospitals were full of people that are vaccinated. Yeah, but the the media doesn't say that. According yeah, to the media, that's not true. Yeah. And then just quickly to end the... And I've also heard reports that our hospitals are empty. <laughs> <laughs> right now, our hospitals yeah, are empty. Yeah, that's wow. true. That's, a, that's true. That's interesting. And to end the, the business tech article, this is what they said. While Ramaphosa did not touch on the issue of vaccine mandates directly in his letter, which was released on Monday, he confirmed to the Daily Maverick that discussions would take place this week. Look, all I'm going to say is um, these guys are pushing for a war. Yeah, and maybe they want us to go to war, but I, I can see that. I mean, I'm I'm very I myself feel this rage inside of me mm. about vaccine passports, knowing our history mm. with yeah. apartheid and all of those things. Mm. Um, it's a very touchy subject. Mm. And then, lastly, before we go into what people, or do you want to go into what people think first, or should we do the no, business think, for South Africa? Yeah, you 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 alluded to some strange facts that you were going to give us. <laughs> so now, is it going to make me angry? <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, so if you read an article from EWN, 
Uh, they spoke about the fact that Ramaphosa suggested that public transport and workplaces, among others, could be limited to only those who are vaccinated when he addressed the nation um, in, on the 28th yeah, well the, of... Yeah, the taxi industry came out and said that the president can go and fly a I think yeah. I think the president there was just speaking. <laughs> I think he knows what the Is answer the was. The main be. public transport or taxis? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The minibus taxis. They, sh they showed him with the... Yeah, with the, the minibus taxis in 2020 broke yeah, the lockdown. They, they, showed, the they, showed, they showed him there. Yeah. <laughs> That's we, yeah. we're not gonna but they came out on Monday very strongly. Yes. <laughs> saying they're not going to... They're not going to... They're not going to agree to yeah. this. Yeah. But now... There was a group of people, of businesses, you know, the <laughs> stakeholders. <laughs> a group of stakeholders that came together and uh, advised the government to restrict certain places for the unvaccinated to have access to. business for South Africa? Yeah. Along with scientists and health experts, and I'm doing inverted commas with my fingers because, you know, these health experts. Many of the health experts are behavioral scientists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Threw its weight behind a vaccine mandate and called for public access restrictions for unvaccinated people. Uh, those who are vaccinated, they said... So they, they say that those who are vaccinated sh should have full-on public access, but those who are not vaccinated um, should not have access to places such as hospitals. Now that takes our, away the right for health care in the country. Mm -hmm. Grocery stores. Those are basic needs. I mean, the, you know, the mm -hmm. things that we get at grocery stores, events, and even certain government services among others. They always talk like they the president. That's what they <laughs> suggested to the government. They advised, not even suggested, advised. That was the business for South Africa. Mm. Business for South Africa. Now, when we look into business They're for South Africa. They're very objective. Because yeah. people like Sakalika, and um, there's also a, a, a union of employers, mm. I can't remember their name now, that have come out very strongly against the, the mandates mm. because of the, the, the brutal violation mm. it and the mockery it makes of human rights. Yeah. 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 Now, if you look at Business for South Africa, when you go into their website, they'll just tell you a couple of stakeholders and, you know, businesses and things like that. But one of the people that's actually part of our Business for South Which for means South they're Africa, a fake organization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. But one of the people who, who is involved in Business for South Africa is Stavros Nikolaou. And if you know Stavros Nikolaou, he is part of Aspen Pharma. And if you know about Aspen Pharma, well, I found out recently that on the 30th of November, 2021, so that's two days after President Cyril Maposa basically mm. spoke and addressed the nation and, and stuff, they signed a deal to produce Johnson & Johnson vaccines here in South Africa. No ways. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> no, I told you not to upset me. Like <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> that is two days. So this is one of the guys on the board of, of Business for South Africa. Yes, on the board. We had a show reading from an article from Business uh, for SA when they were speaking on how people shouldn't go to stadiums and whatnot. Yes, yes. The letter and the guy wrote. It was from the Nedlack, the Nedlack, and he's also actually part of Nedlack. Uh, and then this doesn't. So he's with this doesn't connect. Guy. Yes. What's his name? Um, Martin Kingston. Martin Kingston. Yes. Yes, he's been very vocal from Business for South Africa. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, they have so actually. So this is this is one totally objective, neutral body. Wow. <laughs> they they're not going to make any money out of a vaccine mandate. Mm. No, mm. they're not. Not here. 
What? Not here. Def- they will definitely. Not here. They will definitely. Now we've been very sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> that sarcasm <laughs> is. They will definitely. The fact that if you go and look at uh, the website, the Business for South Africa website, mm. all they speak about is how vaccines are important. The p- they're pushing vaccines and mm. all of these things. And if Aspen Pharma is one of the big pharmaceuticals that's going to produce Johnson and Johnson's in South Africa. I mean, because already even even Sapra was making money out of this whole getting people to get vaccinated mm-hmm. and all of that. Well, they funded by Bill Gates. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. we've spoken about them before. Yeah. So they also the South African uh, Health Products Association, whatever they're called, um, authority, whatever they are. They're also very objective because they're funded by Bill himself. Yeah. Mm. So now it's all interesting. I feel like making him still Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Just Let's make him still. <laughs> I think we should see what South Africans say about this, because there's an article from um, there's an article from briefly that basically went onto social they went onto social media to see w- how is South Africa reacting to the possibility of mandatory vaccines, and this is what they say. I'm not going to go. Th- I'm not going to mention the the accounts of these people. I'm just going to mention their comments. So this is on Twitter. Hashtag family meeting. Clearly there's no fourth wave in South Africa. President Cyril Maposa had to find a way to introduce mandatory vaccines in South Africa. This was a plan. Hashtag COVID-19. Vaccine has always been mandatory. It was always a matter of time. The president is the enemy of the people. Not even half of the people in this country is vaccinated, mm. but he has already attacked the people. Initially, they said 70% of the population. Now they want 100% of uh, people vaccinated. Vaccines do not work, and they are... Oh, no, this person is for vaccines. Vaccines do work, and they are saving lives. The president notes that since the launch of public vaccination program in May 2021... Over 25 million doses have been administered in South Africa. And that was the last comment on that website. Look, I mean, if you looked at the comments from the speech that the president made, Mm. people are angry. Obviously, you've got some that are for it. Yeah. And you've got the the vaccine geeks, if you can call them (laughs) that. But um, uh, uh, Paul, I saw earlier this week from, it was was a tweet that uh, there's a show in Britain called Good Morning Britain. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so they actually posed, put a poll up on Twitter and they said, with Omicron cases doubling every two days, is it time to make vaccines mandatory? So guess what percentage said yes? 30%. 11%. 89 mm. went no, and then the tweet was deleted. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the UK. Wow, wow. that's so funny. Wow. <laughs> And I, I, yeah. I think that, I mean, a lot more of them have gotten vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And only 11% said... I think, I think it will be even less it than doesn't, that. Uh, it doesn't make sense why they keep on pushing this. It's not even just South Africans. The whole world is fighting against this whole mandating this thing. Like, how, how long has um, the US been pushing this? But they're still not getting it right the way they want to. It shows that a lot of people in the world are actually against this. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, they want to check you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, well, beginning of this year, when they met, what was I forgot what the conference was, but they spoke about the fact that they're wanting to end the pandemic in 2022. So, mm. 
pushing this will also push the agenda that they have for 2022. And there's so many others. I mean, there's oh, was the it the summit, I think? Yes, it was that, that summit. summit yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, pushing the vaccine, according mm. to Dr. Geert van den Bosch, mm. is never going to get us to herd immunity. Mm. And the only way you'll defeat COVID-19 is, is when there's herd immunity. Yeah. Mm. And <coughs> the vaccines are making it worse. Yes. And <coughs> we actually spoke about his predictions earlier this year. Mm. If, and almost everything he said has come true. He says the stuff that hasn't come true yet is about to come true. And I haven't seen anything. Th- I've been looking for him to be wrong. I've been praying for him to be wrong. But on Monday, on Monday already I was telling you that Pastor, what you said last year already is is already happening. That we're gonna get people jabbed, jabbed, and then we're gonna have a virus coming out of nowhere, and that is already happening. Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know your thoughts. Do you think that South Africa will be one of the countries where vaccines will be mandatory? What will the response be? If South Africa is a country that uh, vaccines is mandatory, let us know on our social media platforms. I'm your girl Cynthia. With Pastor Gavin Insula and the Black Knight, right here on the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. Hi, this is Todd White, and you're listening to Active FM. And Christ music is hot music, it's the fire. Jesus We help distributors grow their sales by over 15% in the first 90 days with our automated mobile software solution. Rapid Trade is used by over 16,000 users worldwide and we process over 120,000 transactions per day on both iOS and Android. From app ordering and management to e-commerce and even van sales or electronic proof of delivery, we've got your business covered. Call us for a demo on 011-493-9755 or email us at sales at rapidtrade.com. Go on. Make your customer a happy one today by getting on to Rapid Trade. In Jude 1 verse 24 to 25 it says, To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. There's actually been a trial going on with a lady, Gisley Maxwell. And some of the details that have come out about the, 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 the pedophilia that, that she was involved in with a guy named Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. And the issue is that most of your world elite, you know, have been caught up in that web. Yeah. Mm. And when you, when, you, when you start looking at that, and, and even the trial's been a cover-up, they're not putting all the... If the prosecution, you, you know who the prosecutor is, Mm-mm. the main prosecutor, the lead prosecutor. Mm. So James, James Colmey's do, uh, daughter. Okay. <laughs> okay, wow. you know the previous FBI that was going after Trump? Yeah. That's mm. oh. his daughter. Wow. So it's a cover up trial. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so when you look at all of these things, uh, you really you cannot trust human authority because human beings are all predisposed to, towards sin. Mm. Now, then take a step further. Um, whether it's COVID or anything else. You never know if what people are telling you is the truth. Yeah. So focus on the Lord. Yeah. Mm. Because as that verse says there, He's the only wise God, our Savior. Uh, be glory and majesty, both mm. now and forever. 
Um, because why? He is the one that is able to keep us, to, to keep us in faith. He is the one that is able to, to keep us in his will and his purpose. Yeah. That is able to keep us on the road to heaven. And if you, if you will focus your mind on him, it doesn't matter what happens and, and what the enemy does on earth, what um, evil leaders may do on earth or, or whatever we might be going through. Um, the, the issue is that at the end of the day, we're sitting here with a situation whereby we serve the King of Kings, we serve the Lord of Lords, yeah. and our God is a good God. And the Bible says that He has good plans for us. Mm. And the Bible also says that um, for those of us that love Him and we surrender ourselves to Him, He will work all things for good for those who love Him. Yeah. So it's very, very important that we understand that even, even when the enemy comes and things go wrong and you know, all of this sort of stuff, um, God is going to work it for good. And so I really want to encourage everyone, you know, as we moving towards Christmas and we don't know what's going to happen with Christmas and in many places there's been lockdowns again and all sorts of things like that. The reality is you focus on the Lord, you do what the Lord requires and get the word out there because the world's going to stay in this mess yeah. until the gospel gets out and people change mm. and yeah. they develop the mind of Christ. Mm. Yes. Amen. So let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs. And with me in studio we have Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and the Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on the political show. On Active FM Radio has never been better. And Christ politics is Hot Politics. Hot Politics. Here's a song called The Great Amen.
Radio has never been better.